This is Science Friday. I'm John Denkowski. And I'm Shayla Farzan. Okay, John, I have a personal question for you. Do you ever have trouble asking for help? Yeah, you know, I used to be really bad at this. I, I always figured I don't want to feel like a burden to anyone. Yeah, actually, a lot of people feel this way. Asking a stranger or even sometimes a friend for help can be really uncomfortable and awkward, even if it's just a small thing. Like the other day, I had to ask a friend to water my plants for me when I was out of town. Small thing. And it was almost physically uncomfortable for me. Like I had to really psych myself up. (laughs) Totally. And there's like this feeling that you're inconveniencing them. And if they say yes, it's only out of obligation. And nobody wants to make people feel that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I have some news that might make both of us feel a little bit better about this. Research shows that if you just ask for help, people are much more willing to lend a hand than maybe you would think. And usually you both walk away feeling happier. Here to tell us about the science behind asking for help is my guest, Dr. Xuan Zhao, psychologist at Stanford University based in Mountain View, California. Welcome to Science Friday. Thank you for having me. Your research focuses on social interactions. Can you tell us why it's important to study them? We as humans are social animals. Social interaction is so important to our happiness and well-being, our personal life, and also our work life. No great things are achieved alone. That's why I study social interaction, about how we understand each other, misunderstand each other, connect with each other, and oftentimes do not connect with each other. Yeah. So part of your work actually focuses on how people ask for help, which is, you know, a specific Mm -hmm. topic. And I'm curious, what inspired you to look into that? There are a couple of reasons. One is, you know, I study social interactions. So I was conducting a research project in Garfield Park in Chicago uh, when I was a postdoctoral scholar with Nicholas Apley at University of Chicago. So at that time, we were collecting some data about compliment giving. Uh, We recruited participants in the park. We set up our desk next to a beautiful scenic spot And we noticed that lots of visitors, they really struggled to get their picture taken in front of the the beautiful scene because they were trying to pose for a selfie and the the view is very expensive. It's too beautiful to, to, to just be captured in a selfie. So we, at that time, we just enjoyed watching these people fumble and, you know, try <laughs> to figure out how they can get themselves a nice picture. And then it occurred to me that actually, why don't these people ask those people around them for help? We were also looking at the literature for reasons on why people may struggle to ask for help. We noticed researchers have documented lots of reasons, like a way of concern that we might look inferior, incompetent to another person. It feels really vulnerable. Um, we also underestimate how willing other people are to say yes. But we thought that it's also because, you know, oftentimes we do not want to impose on other people, like you just said. And actually, when another person approaches you for help, you are actually quite happy to help and make a positive difference in another person's life. It's the kind of assumptions we hold in our head that can stop us from connecting with with each other and also living in a kinder world. So we thought there must be a systematic misunderstanding about other people's reactions. And that's how we started this line of work. 
I love this image of you out in the park watching people struggling to take selfies and not asking for help. Because I have been there before so many times where you'd almost rather like take a blurry photo or a photo where half of the people's heads are cut <laughs> off than dare to ask a stranger to help you. To figure this out, learn a little bit more about this, you did a series of social experiments and one of them involved Polaroids in a park. Can you walk me through that one? Totally. So after we realized that people really struggled to get their picture, we thought this would be a perfect place to study help seeking. So what we did is we had a, our experiment table next to the scenic spot, and we had a nice Polaroid there. And also a sign says free photo. So people naturally, they were very intrigued and they decided to ask us for the free photo. And we told them that you can get your photo. There is just one catch. That is, you need to ask another person to help you take this photo. And people agreed. Then right before they received the Polaroid, we actually asked them to fill out a really short survey. We sit them down, ask them to predict if they approach another person in the park, how would that person respond to their request? So after that short survey, it takes about maybe two, three minutes. They were given the Polaroid. They um, find some stranger in front of the scenic spot and summon up all the courage and <laughs> ask that person if that person can take a photo for them. Usually, the person who received this request, is they beam with a smile. You can tell that they really want to help. Uh, there were a few times when someone is like in a rush, they have to leave and said no. But usually that person is like so happy to help. And the person who is asking for help felt so relieved. We, could, we, we see this dynamics in plain sight every time. And then they got the photo. Um, it's a really, usually a, like a photo that develops pretty quickly, Polaroid photo. And then ask the person who just helped the, per, the other person to take a photo. They are ready to leave. What they don't know is that our experimenter has been watching this interaction from a distance. And we, the experimenter actually shows up, almost ambushed the person who helped to take a photo and said that we actually are running a research study in the park about people's social experience in the park. We have a really short survey. Uh, we just saw that you had interaction with another visitor. Uh, could we ask you to fill out this one minute survey? Usually they would say yes. And then at that point, we ask the questions that we ask the requesters to predict. So those questions are like, how willing are you to help? Um, how are you feeling right now? How happy you feel? How satisfied you feel? Basically, we compare the requesters' predictions before the interaction with the helper's experience immediately after the interaction. I'm picturing one, you, either you or one of your research assistants popping out from behind a tree or a bush saying, this is for science. <laughs> you know, will you take our survey? It's not that dramatic, actually, because <laughs> there are a lot of people in the park. They can't tell someone's watching them. So what was your biggest takeaway from that experiment then? So in addition to these studies in the park, we also had other experiments where we either asked people to record recent life experiences or imagine all kinds of scenarios where they either needed to ask another person for help or another person approached them to ask for help. And we also had lab experiments where participants had to ask another participant for help. So these studies after study after study, one consistent takeaway was that um, the help seekers, the people who need help, they tend to 
underestimate how willing the helpers would be to help them. They also underestimate how happy the helpers felt afterwards, and these help seekers overestimated quite by quite a bit how inconvenienced. The helpers would feel afterwards. So they had some very different ideas about the experience of helping compared to the actual experiences of the helpers. That's one big takeaway. Yeah. So it sounds like asking for help maybe isn't as big of a burden as we think, and those interactions can actually be a really important way to connect with other people. I mean, in your mind, what do you think the benefits are of connecting with strangers in this way? So there has been a lot of research on the benefits of connecting with strangers. Usually, we underestimate how enjoyable those experiences are. You know, humans are social animals. We spend millions of years evolving our capacity to connect with another person, and oftentimes, when we are surrounded by other people, we are often routinely ignore them. So that's the kind of research studying why we. Routinely ignored other people and opportunities to connect, and what kind of enjoyment what you might be missing from that kind of decision. So, you know, there research suggesting that when you talk to a stranger, it's actually more enjoyable than you might expect, less awkward, and oftentimes it's actually more informational than you may expect. You know, I struggle to ask for help. All the time. This is a big thing for me. But your、mm-hmm. research、mm-hmm. helps me feel like I'm not the only one. And I wonder how have people reacted to this study so far? Many people resonate with the idea of struggling to ask for help, and we can all see how we it's really beneficial and important, especially during our times. And also, we also know that no good things are achieved alone. So it's really important to ask for help. It's good for your social life. It's good for your well-being. It's good for work.、Um, so that's why I think we are getting lots of interests. Yeah, just trying to get this word out there and help people rethink about the assumptions they have in their head and whether that might hinder them to connect with other people and also. Live in a kinder world, and I also for the next step, I would love to keep pushing the idea of perhaps some kind of culture change because, I mean, help seeking is difficult also because you don't know if you are allowed to do so if you are in a place maybe an organization, a family where everyone's expected to be so called self sufficient. Then you might struggle to ask for help because you think that's not. Was expected in this space, and you might not have a safe space to ask for help. So that is something else. I, I hope to keep pushing about the idea that we are not just doing self care. We are not. You should not just bottle up your problems and issues and struggles. And oftentimes we are in this together. And if you can create this kind of space, the environment where people feel that they can trust each other and be vulnerable to each other, then. That will actually benefit everyone's well-being, and that also allows people to be vulnerable and ask for help. So that's the kind of conversations I'm having right now. Great reminders for all of us, Shen. Thanks so much for joining me today.、Mm, thank you. I really enjoyed talking with you. This is so fun. Dr. Shen Zhao is a psychologist at Stanford University, based in Mountain View, California.